0: As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made clay with saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, Now he just looks like him. He said, I am. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes and I washed and now I see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God. Because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him, since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and are you trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I might believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord. And he worshipped him. The Gospel of the Lord. Captain Scotty Smiley as a ranger and a combat diver qualified infantryman was the Army's first active duty blind officer and its first blind company commander. On April 6, 2005, he lost use of both of his eyes when a suicide car bomber blew himself up 30 meters in front of Scotty's striker vehicle. Blindness became Captain Scotty Smiley's journey of supreme testing. And as he lay helpless in the hospital, he resented the theft of his dreams, becoming a CEO a Delta Force Operator, a four-star general. With his wife Tiffany's love and the support of his family and friends, Scotty's response became God's transforming moment. Since the moment he jumped out of the hospital bed and forced his way through the nurses and cords to take a simple shower, Captain Scotty Smiley has since climbed Mount Rainier, won an ESPY as Best Outdoor Athlete, has gone surfing, skydived, become a father, and earned an MBA from Duke University, taught leadership at West Point, commanded an army company, and won the MacArthur Leadership Award. Scotty and Tiffany Smiley have lived out a faith that is so beautiful that will inspire all of us to look at our own lives, to question our own faith, to see that we might be blind, and to come to encourage us to cling to a hope unseen. Here's an excerpt from the book, Hope Unseen. I worked out for 40 minutes that day, then I walked back out into the chlorine filled hallway and headed for the exit. As I've already shared, somewhere along the sidewalk leading to the door of the blind center, my stick missed a mat. Once I was off from my known path, nothing could pull me back. I had no way to regain my bearing. For some reason, an act of rebellion, really, I stepped off the sidewalk, further disorienting myself. The next thing I knew, I was lost in that scorching hot parking lot. I struggled for half an hour, and then dropped into a lump on the ground and began to sob. I had no idea who I was or where I was. Was I even a lieutenant in the army? I certainly wasn't a leader anymore. I felt like I was in some warped social experiment. My entire world had disappeared and been replaced with a joke. I asked God to tell me how I was supposed to take care of my family if I couldn't even walk back from the gym. I was tired of basket weaving and Tom's piano playing and being treated like a fool. God, what do you want from me? I resented the theft of my dreams my hopes of being a 500 fortune 500 CEO a Delta Force operator a four-star general instead I was a grown man now who needed help getting across the street coming out of West Point and ranger school I didn't exactly have my life planned out but I had options and now I can't even walk back from the gym I wanted to scream and all I could do was cry I was so incredibly helpless sitting there in that moment, hot, lost, disabled, and blind. What do you want from me, God? Why did you let this happen? Why am I even alive? Oddly, almost instantaneously, I realized that I had never really committed myself to God's plans. I had my dreams and my plans, and my own selfish pride. I had known God and believed in Him, and I would prayed and tried to love and serve others. I had asked God to help me with my life's decisions, but I never fully depended on Him, or hoped completely in Him. In some way, without realizing it, I would hoped in myself. I depended on myself, on my gifts, my instincts, my natural abilities. Those gifts and abilities had brought me a long way, all the way to the corner of Route Tampa and Route Porsche, but they could take me no further. The truth is, I had lost my way a long while back. My inability to navigate had nothing to do with my eyes and everything to do with my lack of focus on what our finite time on earth is all about. And so I paused, I stopped crying, It occurred to me that if I was not capable of getting myself between two buildings, a left and then a mat and then a right, then what was I going to do with the big things in life? Scotty, God seemed to say to my heart, humble yourself and depend on me. As I sat on that sidewalk, I understood with clarity that hardships must occur for people often to open up their eyes and see that they are really blind. That they are really fools. And if that's not true for all people, it is true for me. God continued to work on my heart. Scotty, you are not this guy who can just do things on your own. You never really were. No one is. I thought about Jesus, God's own son. He needed assistance at the toughest moment in his life. When Jesus fell under the weight of the cross, a man came out from the crowd and carried it for him. Paul had Timothy. Paul told the Philippians he could do all things, not by himself, but through Christ who strengthens him. The me who could see was used to climbing mountains and thanking God for it later. The me who could not see was completely dependent on God. You need to trust me, Scotty, I sense God telling me, and you need to depend on others. I can do all things. There is nothing in the Bible that qualifies this statement, nothing that says I need my eyes. It only says I need Christ. It was a truth that my blindness was going to help me to see. My confidence was being moved away from self, from my own ability to see and control, to a new hope, a hope unseen. I need Christ. In the gospel today, we hear about Jesus' encounter with this blind man, this blind man who had been blind from the very moment of his birth. And he's brought in front of this crowd. This blind man is brought in front of the crowd, and, and Jesus heals him on the Sabbath, and he's ridiculed. And, and, and people say to, see, to Jesus, whose fault is it that he's blind? Who sinned, him or his parents? And Jesus stops the crowd and very strongly and profoundly says, neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. He was blind so that the works of God might be made visible through him. So why does God allow blindness? Why does he allow us to walk around sometimes spiritually blind? Well, the truth is that the works of God can be made manifest in us. In these next few days, as I lead the parish in mission... My hope and actually my promise is to you, if you come and you join us for these three days, your blindness will become light. You know, as as Scotty said, the truth is we're all blind. Half the time we just don't realize it. We're walking around blind. But we've been given wonderful gifts to remove that blindness. So I just want you to think a moment about any blindness that you may have. So it's La Daute Sunday. And we're, we're continuing in the season of Lent. We're over halfway through Lent now. And I want you to think about the beginning of Lent, you know. So you made these ambitious resolutions probably of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. How many of you have kept your resolutions 100%? Raise your hand. You haven't done perfect? Oh, some of you have. That's great. Now, the truth is, are you closer to God now than you were 20 days earlier? Are you closer to him you know, can you see? Do you feel God in your life every single moment of your day? With every decision of your life, do you make that decision with God? Or do you go about doing it on your own like Scotty was? The truth is, we're all probably blind and bumping around in this life without even knowing it. What I'd like to do for you, if you'll allow me this great privilege, is open your eyes. So over the next three days, through, through the gifts that God has given to me in priesthood for healing, through the use of of the media that you'll see here today, through the spiritual tradition of St. Ignatius of of, uh, Loyola and the examine prayer that he has given to us, my hope is that I can open your eyes. It's not only my hope, it is my promise that if you come, your eyes will be opened. And I can say this with great confidence because St. Ignatius gave us this tremendous prayer called the examine prayer. And St. Ignatius, who founded the Jesuits and he, you know, founded the the Rules for Discernment and the 30-day retreat and the spiritual exercises, he said the most important prayer that we do, the one prayer that we should never drop from our daily routine, is the examine prayer. How many of you pray the examine prayer every day? Good, one of you knows it now. But most of us never heard of it, right? And yet St. Ignatius says it's the most important prayer that we can do to keep us connected with God and to keep our eyes open. So what I'm going to teach you using all the media, um, using all the apps that I've developed, is what's called the examine prayer. In just a moment I'm going to sing a song to you. It's one of my favorite songs. It's called I Can See Clearly Now. And that's my promise to you. If you spend three days with me at the end of these three days, you'll be able to say that. I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. So if you'll just join me for a moment of meditation as we sing this song, I want you to to think about any blindness that you have, any spiritual desolation in your life, and with great hope, uh, know that God is going to heal that blindness over this time of mission. So I'm gonna need your help for this. I have a low budget so far, so I'm not allowed to bring a band with me but um, I do really good with a drummer because I don't have any sense of rhythm on my own. So I could really use you guys to set the beat, and the song kind of has a nice beat that goes to it, all right? So what I would like you to do, it's just going to be a a two-thing beat, okay? So you're going to stomp with your foot. Let's hear a stomp. Okay, one more time, stomp. Okay, that's good. You can stomp hard. Okay, ready? Stomp, clap. Stomp, clap. Stomp, clap. Stomp. Flat. stomp, clap. Keep it going. Ah, I like that. Even Father Charlie's doing it, huh? That's a good rhythm. I like that. Okay, ready?
1: holes in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright. I think I can make it now, the pain is gone, all of the bad feelings have disappeared, you can't help but smile, here is the rainbow I've been praying for. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Echo me. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Look all around, there's nothing but blue sky. Straight ahead, there's nothing but blue skies. I can see clearly now, the rain is gone. Sing it with me. I can see all obstacles in my way, gone are the dark clouds that me blind. It's gonna be a bright bright sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright bright sunshiny day. One more time. It's gonna be a bright bright
0: Alright! I could take you on the road with me, even Father Charlie, I think, could go. So that's my promise. Open your eyes, it's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. The whole idea of the spiritual life is we are supposed to live in the light of Christ. We're supposed to constantly experience His joy, His presence, His love, all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And if we're not, it's not because he doesn't intend it. It's because we probably have begun to be blind again. We probably stopped listening to his voice and we probably are living lives in desolation. So if you give me three days, it's my hope and promise to you that you will have not only a bright, 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 sunshiny day, but a bright, 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 sunshiny life. And there's a few ways I'm gonna do this. So first, I'm gonna teach you the examine prayer. And uh, I'm gonna do this in a couple ways. One of the ways that I'm gonna do it is, um, for two years, I've been working on creating an app for smartphones. I was so excited about this. I went home and I told my dad. I said, Dad, the app's finally done. I'm really excited. He goes, what's an app, Mike? (laughs) You know, he didn't even know what it was. But uh, did you know that 95% of people have mobile phones? 95% of Americans have mobile phones. 50% of Americans have smartphones. The other 50% have dumb phones. I think that's Father Charlie, right? Of those 50% that have a smartphone, guess how often they check their phone. How often do you think they pull it out of their pocket and check it? The average time a person checks their smartphone is one time every 6 minutes. Once in every six minutes, we're pulling out our phones and checking them. Now, I have to tell you, I believe that because I do it all the time. It's horrible, right? Like, I even made a resolution this Lent that I would not do it while I was driving. I made a resolution I would not check my phone, I would not check my text while I was driving. That's how, like, um, you know, attached and obsessed we are. Why do we do it? Why are we constantly grabbing and checking our phones? Well, I think it's because we're looking for something, you know? We're looking for connection. We're looking for affirmation. We're looking for something, you know? And, and we hear in the, the classic song, sometimes we're looking for all the right things in all the wrong places. Ultimately, I believe we are looking for God. We just don't realize it. We're blind, you know? So we're blindly picking up our phones and we're checking Facebook. We're checking our emails. We're texting. Um, you know, for me, I realize I have one of these crazy notions that when I check my email, there's going to be like some awesome love letter affirmation like, Father Michael, you're the best, you know? I never get emails like that, though. It's always like more work, you know? You check the email and it's like more work. I don't know why I think I'm going to like get a great email. But for some reason, we're hooked. Well, my idea is if we're hooked, we may as well use that as an opportunity. It may as well become, for us, a way to God. And so the name of the app that I've created is called the Hotline to God. And the idea is that we always have our phones, so we always have a connection to God, we always have a hotline to God. And at any moment of the day, you can be connected to him. Now the truth is, even if you don't have a smartphone or a dumb phone or any phone at all, you can have this connection. And it's through the examine prayer. Because the examine prayer helps us to be aware of God in our life. The examine prayer helps us to look at our lives with spiritual sight, with spiritual light, and begin to constantly connect God to ourselves. You know, and so as we heard from the Gospel and and from the story that I gave you er earlier, Scotty Smiley was blind. You know, and it was till that moment that he that he heard God say, Scotty, you need to trust me. You need to depend on me. And you need to listen to me. The truth is we are all blind, but we do have a way to see. We do have hope and we do have all the light that we need to guide us and that light is in the person of Jesus Christ. So over these next three days in the mission, it is my, not only my hope, but my promise to you that if you travel these three days with me, your eyes will be opened. And your eyes will not only be opened once, but when you learn this wonderful prayer and this wonderful awareness of Christ, every moment of every day, your eyes can be filled with the light of Christ. With every choice you make, it will be a choice with Christ. And every choice that we make with Christ is only going to lead us to more joy, to more consolation, to more life, the life in abundance that he has promised to us. And so I'm so excited to be here with you, not only to get away from the snow, but to share with you and to open all of our eyes to this wonderful gift of the examined prayer. So again, I'll be with you here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for the mission. Monday, is, uh, Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, 9 o'clock Mass, and then the mission's to follow. And that same mission will be repeated Monday night at 7. So if you're an overachiever, you can come to both, but you don't have to, you just gotta come to one. So, so either in the morning or in the night, um, I would love to see you all to mission, and together we'll journey on this on this uh, path where God opens our eyes that we may all truly see the light. So thank you for allowing me to be here with you tonight, and I look forward to our next few days of mission.